0: Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Santipaterotna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I am drinking an orange spice black tea, um, which is becoming one of my favorites. And I have some butter cookies. You know, when I started this show, I had this vision of like having snacks that I had made myself and sharing recipes. Yeah, that's never happened, has it? (laughs) Anyway, let's get real. So this week I have been um, dealing with some emotions that I'm not real sure I enjoy. Um, I would have before this counted them as maybe jealousy emotions. And as I've been pondering and praying on them, I think that they're different than um, emotions of jealousy. So often in life we struggle with other people's success, especially when we are in the depths of despair. Maybe you're not in the depths of despair, but when you're not in a great place, it's really hard to feel um, happy for other people, even though really great things are going on. I know that today, right now, is um, National Only Child Day, and it is the day that I celebrate that God gave me my beautiful daughter, and that I do have an only. And so I think that's a really great day for me to kind of refocus. But it is an interesting situation when you watch other families grow right when you watch other people in success And I have a really good friend who just announced their pregnancy And I have been praying for them for a long time and I don't know if there was any issues, but um, I've just been praying for them because I know they would be great parents And so they announced that they were pregnant. And I thought, oh, that's so exciting. And then I felt the tang of disappointment in my own life. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm 44 years old. I don't want to start over. I'm really not jealous. What is this emotion that I have? And so this morning, I've just been pondering and praying on that. And so I kind of want to talk about how to live life, and be happy for other people's success. And that's really, really hard to do. Um, It is not fun to watch someone else get the promotion that you wanted or have the quote-unquote perfect family of 2.4 kids and they live in a picket fence house and, you know, we're always comparing to everybody else around us. And we're always looking and... We live in a trailer court, which I wouldn't move at this point unless I was moving overseas because we live in a small house. I've said that many times because then we can travel and it's, but it's hard because we live right across the road from a beautiful development of these gorgeous homes that are on a golf course and they're just these huge homes that we could fit three of our homes in and so it's very humbling some days when you drive your daughter to someone's house and you're like okay and they're like why have we never been to your house (laughs) and it's not that we don't want people at our house and we're embarrassed of our house but it is that piece we just don't have the room everybody else has you know so I've just been pondering this and I've been thinking about Jonah and Jonah is a very interesting character in the Bible. He is one that I've kind of had a love-hate relationship since I was a little kid. Right? We, I don't know. Maybe you've never heard of Jonah and the whale. And that's what maybe all you know about Jonah is that he was eaten by a big fish and was spit out and was trying to avoid what God wanted him to do. Well, it's a four-chapter um, book in the Bible, in the prophets in the old testament and it is a very interesting book because there's not a lot of closure in the book <laughs> and jonah is running away from what god wants him to do god calls him to nineveh i'm just going to paraphrase the four chapters cuz we have the time right he calls he calls noah to nineveh jonah to Nineveh, not Noah, that's a different part of the Bible, Jonah to Nineveh, and Jonah's like, I don't want to go to Nineveh, they're horrible people there, (laughs) and have I been there, have I been to the point in my life where God is saying, hey Jenny, I want you to go do something, and I'm like, uh, no, bad plan, that must not have been God, that must just be my vivid imagination, I am not doing that, that is a horrible plan, (laughs) Um, We all tend to want to stay away from conflict. We all tend to want to do the easy thing. We don't really want to make big risks. And God was calling Jonah to something that was really risky. And so instead, Jonah went in the opposite direction and got on a boat. Now, we can run away, but things tend to come back, right? We know that no matter how much we avoid the dishes... They don't disappear unless you ate off of paper plates. And kudos to you if you are, that's the way to live. Um, (laughs) But dishes just don't disappear. They have to be done. They have to be cleaned. They have to be dried. They have to be put away. And then it all starts over again. How often I have no bowls because we have been on a a cereal kick. Because once again, mom has not made homemade breakfast. So we're eating cereal and we have no bowls. What's the dilemma? Either you can do the dishes or you can run away, go to the dollar store and grab some extra ones. Yes, I have done that. Um, So just like Jonah, we have all run away from things. And Jonah ends up getting thrown off the boat because there's a huge storm and he's with very superstitious sailors. And I think just sailors in general, from what I hear, are very superstitious, so anyway. That's just here or there. But he gets swallowed by a giant fish. We're not told it was a whale. We just, as kids, learned it was a whale, right? So he gets swallowed by this. He prays to God and says, God save me. The whale spits him out on the shores. He goes to Nineveh, right? He's like, fine, I'll go to Nineveh. I don't want to have that happen again. I'll go to Nineveh. Fine, I'll do the dishes, Because going to the dollar store every three days to get new bowls just causes more dishes. Um, (laughs) So he goes to Nineveh and he tells them to repent. Now, I am definitely summarizing this and maybe not in the most theological way. But here's the Jenny version. (laughs) And they repent. And Noah, I mean, Jonah is mad. He's like, wait, wait. Does this mean, oh, no, he gets really upset because all of a sudden he went to, he went to Nineveh and they repented. And now God is like, oh, good, I'm not going to destroy them. And he's like, no, you should destroy them. So he goes up and he sits there waiting for the wrath of God to fall on Nineveh. And it doesn't. In fact, a vine grows over him to keep him um, nice and cool. And he's very happy about this vine. And then a worm comes and eats the vine and it dies. And Jonah's mad. And God says, you don't have a right to be mad. I provided the vine. (laughs) And then the book ends. It's a very interesting book in the Bible, right? But really, so often we're really hard on Jonah. We're like, oh, Jonah, just super ungrateful. He didn't see God's big plan. You know, la, 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 la. But that is my life. So often, I get so wrapped up in, God, take care of this, and where's your vengeance, and, you know, the vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, those Bible verses, that I tend to forget about God's forgiveness and the success he grants other people. Because sometimes you just get so caught up in your own worries. And I have a beautiful saying on my wall that says, life is like a cup of tea. It is all about how you make it. Now, I make my tea very different than most people. And every time I go order my tea somewhere, they go, oh, and I'm like, yes, I drink tea for the cream and the sugar. That is why I drink tea. I love tea, but really it has to have cream. I use half and half and I love sugar. I'm sorry, that's who I am. I know that I should be better than that, but I'm not. (laughs) And the stronger and the blacker, the better um, with cream and sugar. So we all make um, our tea differently. And really, it's about how you make it and that you enjoy it. And Jonah did not make that choice. Jonah did not make the choice to go, oh, well, I'm going to go, thank you, Lord, for saving these people's lives. He did not make the decision, I came all this way, I almost lost my life, I got was stuck in a whale, I mean, so many things happened to him, and he decided to focus on poor Jonah and not focus on celebrating that they repented and they were following God, and God wasn't going to destroy Nineveh. We do that in life, don't we? And I know that life can throw you some loops and that things are not always good and it is hard when you're in that horrible relationship or you're struggling with infertility or you just lost your job or finances are tight you know so many things that you wanted for your life right we all have these dreams that we thought our life would be and we can get really frustrated with what it's not But that saying for me, life is like a cup of tea, it's all in how you make it, is really about my attitude and whether I have a good attitude. And so I have to decide that my life is okay, it's not perfect, it's not the way I want it to be, but it's going to get better. And so it's all about my attitude and that is so hard. And when we look at Jonah, that is what we see lacking in Jonah. We see that he did not choose to celebrate with the people of Nineveh, he decided to sit back and wait for God to destroy them. And yes, there have been moments in life where I'm like, God, they're yours. I, you can, you can go after them because I, I can't, um, and I see nothing happen. Right. So where are you today? I know that we all walk through different struggles, and there's a saying that talks about our children. And it's every um, every piece of popcorn ends up popping, but not all at the same time. And so often we compare our children with other children. Um, I remember when Sam was little and she was really not super excited about walking. I mean, she walked at a regular age, but she was the only one really around because she's an only. So there's not a lot of people to show her how to walk other than us. And so it wasn't really something she was super interested in. And everybody was like, oh, no, she's she's a year old. She's not walking. Aren't you concerned? And I was like, should I be concerned? You know, um, oh, no. And you start comparing and you start looking things up online and you're like, oh, no, is she behind? And, you know, and then all of a sudden she popped up and started walking. And I was like, oh, wait, did I really want that? Maybe that was not a good plan. (laughs) You know, we so often compare our situations to everybody else's. We so often don't see what they've struggled with to get where they are. And I just want to remind you today that no matter what you're going through, sometimes we just have to choose to bring it back to God and say, God, I'm struggling and I'm struggling with being happy for my friends. I'm struggling for being happy with the lady across the street that looks like everything's perfect in her life. So, but Lord, I want you to help me be content where I'm at. And so that's what I'm doing on a daily basis. Is it working every day? Eh, probably not. (laughs) You know, some days it works better than others. But really, the moment I stop comparing my life to everybody else's and my finances to everybody else's and my house to everybody else's and my marriage to everybody else's, Once I stop comparing those things and start looking around to see what God has done in my life by, like Jonah, building a vine and going, Lord, thank you for this vine. Thank you for, it's maybe not exactly what I thought was paradise, but you did give this to me. Like I said, he did give me an only child. I'm so grateful for her. I have been blessed. And so often you can look around and see everybody else and go oh mine's not enough and i want to say today let's look around and see what god has given you Um, i know we've talked about thankful journals and sometimes that day you just had to be thankful for your cup of tea with your cream and sugar and the fun little cookie that you got because everything else was not a good day. We we so often have days that you have to find that one or two bright spots. But I really believe that God wants us to have a good attitude and to look at what he's providing. And know that there is something around the corner. This is not the end. This is not the end of your story. You will have successes too. You will have moments that other people look at your life and go wow i wish i was her i wish i was him i wish i had their life there are so many people that look at your life and feel that way and so i want you to take some time today and look at your own life and go wow i do have these special things that god has given me well that is all i have for today i pray that you walk out of the comparison trap and start looking at your life like a cup of tea. And how do you want to make it? What kind of attitude do you want? What can God do through you today in someone else's life? You can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I would love to connect with you at ChristConnection.cc. Um, lots of opportunities for us to get to know each other a little bit better. You all have a blessed week.